guys. My name is Lynn. I'm an alcoholic. It's good to be here. Um, I want to thank Tom for allowing me to speak and um, for my, well, for your main speaker, who's my husband, who um, made sure I was the 10 minute speaker. <laughs> so uh, that's good. Um, I have a sobriety date of August 4th, 2017. And I am grateful to God for that day. Um, I um, want to welcome newcomers for anybody who's um, just walking in. Um, it's, it's an important time to be here. Um, if you keep coming back and if you work the program as it's laid out for us um, in the book, you will change. And um, I changed. And I got re-educated about alcoholism. I got re-educated in many, many facets of this disease. And that's a big deal for somebody like me because I'm an educator for a living. And I have a master's degree in education and I got re-educated. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, so I'm supposed to share you know, in a general way what it was like, what happened and what happened, what I'm like now. And so um, I grew up in San Clemente in a pretty happy family with four little girls and I was the oldest of four girls. And um, with that came a lot of responsibility, lots of responsibility and lots of pressure, I would say. Um, I was responsible for my little sisters all the time. And, um, and um, on top of that, as um, I'm just reminded now, I should share that, that I was diagnosed with something called a retinal blastoma when I was an infant, which basically is another term for cancer behind your eye. So I had a tumor behind my eye that needed to be removed in order to spare my life. And that left me with an artificial eye for the rest of my life. And um, that caused me to be different. I mean, everybody knew I was different. I looked different. I felt different. And so that was something that I had to overcome over and over and over again, pretty much on a daily basis, because as you guys would understand, kids are mean. And they let me know, like, what's wrong with your eye? That was the thing I got every single day. And my parents were like, if you're not bleeding, keep moving, you know? So I was like, okay, here we go, you know? So that was a big part of my, my life. Um, but um, overcame that and um, got into high school. And that's where I kind of experienced my first partying and drinking. And, but, but because I was the responsible one, I was always the designated driver. So I couldn't really like go get drunk. Like I had to get everybody home because I was responsible. But that's where my drinking kind of got started. And then I went off to um, a um, college in Santa Barbara and um, not UCSB, so I wasn't that girl, but um, I went to a small private college called Westmont College and um, drinking wasn't really a part of my life then. I was just like, you know, the girl that stayed on track because I needed to graduate and I was going to be the first in my family to graduate college and it was a big deal to my parents. So I did not want to let anybody down. I was the adult once again, so, you know, this responsible one. And then um, got married right out of college, um, had four kids, uh, married a workaholic. Um, his father was an alcoholic, died of alcoholism. And my husband um, and I drank, but, you know, more like situational society kind of things, you know, social stuff, not, not like, like, let's power down. It wasn't that. He was working all the time and I was trying to raise four kids and do all of that. So it was occasional, but... Um, I thought I could change him. 
So yeah, you can laugh. That's a good one, right? And I tried that for 26 years and it didn't work. And so alcohol became more and more attractive. Um, so much so that I would hear his carpool in the driveway and I would think to myself, where is the bottle of wine? Because if there wasn't any in the house, I was going to jump in the car and I was going to go get it. And um, it got so bad that I remember one day I went into the garage to open up the cupboard and um, one of the kids put a sign with the black Sharpie that said, you're an alcoholic. And I was like, but it didn't stop me. I kept going. So after 26 years um, <laughs> and nightly drinking, because that's kind of how it got me to survive, um, I left that marriage. And, um, and that was a good thing. It was a terrible thing for my kids, but it was a good thing for me. And so um, fast forward a little bit. I'm on my own. I'm starting to date. And I meet this really gorgeous guy that actually I went to high school with and we were, you know, connected through Facebook because there was a reunion happening and all that stuff. So um, we get on the phone and um, go on our first date and that date was to an AA meeting. And so, um, <laughs> so while I'm in there, not as an alcoholic, mind you, um, I get asked to read how it works. And I just had two glasses of wine. <laughs> and I'm like, sure, I'll read that. So anyway, um, he kept bringing me to the meetings and we got, you know, we fell in love. And I would walk in these meetings that were speaker meetings. And I'd be like, I feel so sorry for all of you people. Like, Oh, how terrible to be alcoholic, you know, because my brain and my definition of alcoholic was certainly not me, like couldn't possibly be. I'm educated and I have four children and I own a home and all these things like this is not what an alcoholic looks like. But the reality was I was. And um, one day Danny said to me, do you realize that you've been drinking every day? And I'm like, what's it to you? Right. Like, don't tell me what to do. Well, but the truth is, is that was hitting me. Like I was, I was sitting on that couch in the morning asking God one more day, like, why am I here? Why am I begging you one more day to give me some sobriety? Can I please try just one more day? I just, I got to get today. And maybe I'd get a couple days. Maybe I wouldn't. But the reality was, is that I was physically and um, emotionally dependent on alcohol at that point. And so he introduced me to my first sponsor, um, Gloria W. And she basically looked at me and said, I don't know if you're an alcoholic or not, but if you want to stay sober and you want what we have, you're going to need to, you're going to need to identify as an alcoholic and you're going to need to get in this program. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. And it was shortly thereafter, I was at a big meeting, a speaker meeting, and they asked if there was any newcomers. And I got up out of my seat and I felt like someone had tied me down with cement cinder blocks, you know, but I got up and it was like, I felt like I could breathe. I was terrified, but I knew I had done the right thing finally for myself because my pride was so big. It was so big. I thought someone who's educated could possibly be an alcoholic, but I was. And so um, I worked the 12 steps, um, got into the program. Danny took me everywhere, lots and lots of meetings. I have three home groups um, that I work in now where I'm serving and I love, I've met, all the best people in my life through AA, honestly, just the best people. And um, I have another sponsor now and she has um, 
bestowed upon me um, kindness and love like I've, I've never known. And um, that's Sue A. And um, she is a precious woman to me. I, I don't know what I would do without her. And that's exactly what I needed. Um, I think most recently, I'll just say that um, I've been learning in the last few years, you know, what it is to have acceptance, what it is to, um, to accept life on life's terms. And I was always that girl that, you know, the day would go well if everything went my way. But when it didn't or something hit me that I didn't like, I would be the one that was looking for the drink, you know, give me, there was always a reason. And, uh, and I was writing something in my journal the other day from one of the readings that I read from AA. And if you may, if you'd let me, I'd like to read it for you for a moment. So this is just from my journal. And it says, I am finally aware that today is the gift. Allow today with all of it and all that it brings. Stop wishing for tomorrow. Today is the gift. Live it with purpose. See the opportunities to love and trust God. This is how I transform into the sober woman God created. Thanks for letting me share.